You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. So yesterday we were doing, we had a couple lessons yesterday, back to back actually, where the golfers were doing pretty much the same thing. One was a uh, just beginning her pro career uh, female golfer on the Symmetra Tour. Another one was a kid who was, I call him a kid because I'm in my 50s now, but kid who was leaving high school going into playing uh, D1 golf. And seeing both ends of those spectrums, one female, one male, um, you know, one's just starting her career, one just starting his college career, have nearly identical issues with the golf swing. And it was all starting in the, really in the first three feet of the golf swing. Yeah, they both had the same issue. Both had and, the same concept. And they both had, yeah, this, they both had the same concept. They both had similar top of backswing issues, yep, which yep. caused very similar yeah. downswing issues. Yeah, and we, we 3D'd both of them. Visually, they didn't really look alike because obviously one's girl, one's boy. One's the, the dude was huge. Yeah, the girl's small. She was real uh, petite, but... It's exactly the same issues. Yeah, and that, that we see it a lot. That um, first two feet of the swing, it was a, we call it like a, a reverse rotation of the forearms. Like the, the, the hands in, club out, keeping the club face shut, right? So if you can imagine you grip the club and you took the grip of the club kind of in towards your trail hip and rotated the face a little shut, that was the takeaway they both had. It was like, it's like you had your steering wheel your hands on the steering wheel at nine and three and you made your backswing turn as a right hander, you turned back, but you turned the wheel to the left. So I'm, when you're describing that, I'm envisioning it's the ride at Disney world, the, 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 the mad teacups. Yeah. Teacups. Like where you're, you're, yeah, that, you're, that's you're, it. you're, you can rotate by spinning that big wheel there and they were rotating themselves counterclockwise by, by moving that wheel around. Exactly. Right. And it's, you know, it all stems from the idea that, right, I want to keep the club faces square to the arc of the swing. You know, nobody can knows what their arc of the swing is. Um, square, which is mainly pointing at the ball in the takeaway. Yeah. And it, it basically pancakes the club face shut. And then from there, your forearms and arms are in such poor position, it drives your left shoulder down, right? So it's already limiting your turn. You're over tilted downward. And then from there, you make some really weird moves, and both of these golfers had steep downswings because of it. Yeah, so the normal pattern, and it can go different ways depending on the golfer, but normally it's that motion Mike just said, that kind of reverse turn in the takeaway. Mm -hmm. And then the arms rebound the other way, so the club kind of goes laid off mm -hmm. at the top. And then they make a left turn out of the top with their forearms. Yeah, they rotate the teacup the other way. So it's like this rebounding motion that gets the club steep coming out of the top. And a couple of points based on what Mike said, I, I, he's dead on. They're trying to keep the face square. Mm -hmm. 
they're also a lot of times trying to avoid an, an inside takeaway. So I think a, a pan, a, a, an epidemic is with the club head, right? Yeah, yeah. They're trying to keep the club head from going inside. So they cheat it by keeping the hands way in and the club way out, but that's not the way to fix that. No, you just swap the inside takeaway it's, from now the hands are in and the clubs out. You have to get things sort of lined up there. We call it checkpoint two in our swing system, but when the club is parallel to the ground, the first time on the backswing, the takeaway, classic yeah. takeaway, get your left arm somewhat under your shoulder and get the club head somewhat in line with your hands, and that gives you the best chance to get organized as you make the club back. And the cool part about that is you could stop at any point in your backswing and hit a shot. So just to suck your hands in and keep the club outside, you're going to have to undo that at some point. Yeah, I, I mean, we say it all the time. The club face opens in the backswing and closes to. in the downswing, period. You cannot keep the club face square, square to the ball the whole nope. swing. It's impossible to do. Now, what you can control is when that happens. And if yep. that happens, that flirts flopping around at the top, you're in a big trouble. You just want to gradually let that thing start to rotate. Right, get it kind of organized in line with your hands. Take it to the top, and then as it comes down, it closes through the ball. There's there's no holding no, things off happen. down at the ball either. That's a whole another conversation. Trying to hold the face, you know, square or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, it makes sense when you think about it on paper. It's like the golf swing happens so fast, one second from address to impact. If I start it by keeping my face square, I can return it square, or it's going to help me return it square. But it's, it's definitely, especially when you look at the data and you look at the face angles and launch monitors or on gears, it doesn't even come close to happening that way. No. Uh, for, for one most obvious reason is you're holding a shaft. And what you do on the grip end of that shaft doesn't show up on the head end of that shaft in the downswing. They don't rotate and uh, close at the same rate. Yeah, because like the head is almost like a freewheeling yeah. body at the bottom yeah. of the stick, right? At the bottom of the shaft. The other part about this whole thing is, and you mentioned it earlier in the, the conversation here, is you know how you you're how you're moving the club head in the first part of the backswing helps determine how your body moves too. It's a chicken and the egg thing going on. Absolutely. So if you take the club back too shut and reverse rotate your forearms, that let that almost makes your head move toward the target. Like mm -hmm. It's like a countering effect. It, at the very least, is going to drop your shoulder too steep. Yeah, and it keeps you from making that good shoulder move that we talked about in the pros versus ams we just did, and we just did a podcast <laughs> on. This is all linked together. Yeah, you, imagine that. The swing is linked together. So <laughs> everything you do matters, right? How you grip it matters. Yes. How you set up matters. Yes. That, your intent matters. Yeah, that yeah. dictates the takeaway. And if you make that reverse forearm takeaway, hands in, club out, and, and overdo it, your body tilts to the left. Well, you got to undo that at some point. So both of these golfers actually at the top of the swing, they move their head back away from the target again. A bunch. So they're moving things at the opposite times they that they should have, uh, and, it, and it makes things more difficult than it needs to be. And we're not ones to say that you can't swing in different ways. That's not us. But we do feel like there's ways that make this easier to do. There are certainly windows. To play When you start operating outside those windows, like like – the, the college player, the boy, yesterday said, I can go 66 or 86. And that's the deal, right? There. He said, and I do it in tournaments. You, you timing it drives on. me crazy. So, you know, just think of the golf swing and not, you know, when you reach a certain skill level and you can get the ball airborne and, you know, you're not seven putting every hole, you're, you're then trying to improve your misses. Uh -huh. right? Everybody's good shots are good. Yeah, you're not going to go from ten feet to the hole to one feet to the hole. No, 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 no tour player does that. 
but you can your miss can go from first cut from the backyard. Yeah, less right? foul balls. Yes, yeah, gutter balls, foul balls, all that. So that's what you're doing ultimately in the swing is improving your misses and how often you have misses. Uh, Unless you're John Rahm, apparently that conversation we had the other night. Yeah, yeah, that that, that would be a cool podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, he rarely misses. <laughs> yeah. The club face barely. anyway, but. You know, you bring up a good point there, Sean. It's like you've got options in the swing, right? And, and of course, it all starts with the concept. But if if you're trying to keep, and for whatever reason, you know, the old adage or the the way it was taught long ago, that you know, at at the end of the takeaway, when the when the club shaft is parallel to the ground, the the toe was pretty much up. For some reason, especially online nowadays. That's considered an open club face and a bad thing to do. And now the trend is, you know, have that club face almost horizontal to the ground. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's trending that way. And, you know, a lot of the takeaways we see might be slightly toe down, but you don't want to pancake. The, we no. call it pancake in the club face. We have our own terminology in case you haven't figured it out yet. Uh, face down. No good. No good. Because you have to undo it. And toe up, depending on the club is not the ideal scenario either. Yeah. If you really want to see where your club should be, get one of those little, and you may have one at home already, get one of those little magnetic pointers, put it on your face, and take it back to where that loft on the face, the, where the face is pointing, is pretty level with the ground. That's You're going to see that it's it. it's just not quite toe up. Yeah, it's, it's a great way to do it. Um, so, yeah, that, that first part of the swing, and we'll kind of bring it all back in a circle. Yep, yep. There's a way to do it. And to help yourself do it. And I'm going to tell you how to do it. Okay. Okay. All right. I use this all I'm the listening. time. And Mike uses it all the time because this is kind of how we teach. We like to use what we call motion drills. And some of these drills I got from Gary Gilchrist. And I don't know if he listens to this, but he's an unbelievable teacher. He For a long up, time. He yeah. came up with a lot of this stuff. Um, and, and I've taken what I learned from him and a lot of other people I've been around over the years and um, kind of created our own teaching system, Mike and the Mike, the stuff Mike brought to the table. And one of the favorite things we do, we like to do with students is use motion drills because the drills kind of teach what they need to be doing without having to overthink it. So I'll have them start at a dress, swing the club head forward about two feet in front of the ball. Mm -hmm. Just let it kind of swing up the arc on the follow through. Like if you were two feet past impact. That's right. From there, but don't really move your body too much. Okay. From there, I'll have them feel like they're going to hit the ball left-handed. So the back of the club with the back of the club. They don't actually have to do it. You can move over. You can swing over the top of the ball, mm -hmm. but you're going to get the club swinging through the ball like you're hitting a left-handed shot with the back of the club, and then stop when you feel the club get about waist high on the backswing. Right. If you do that using that club momentum, it's nearly impossible to do a reverse forearm takeaway pancaking it yeah it's nearly impossible and to me that's that's a great way to learn and improve your golf is to use motion use the momentum of the club right so getting that thing swinging and then letting that kind of pull your body a little bit you'd be amazed at how good the swing plane gets how your body moves because you can't move it to that spot and swing it and make a bad body move as well right you you have to kind of get things in order there and to me, that's a great way to, to learn this and tie it all together. Yeah, I and mean, as long as I'm fortunate enough to have a memory, and some days that's <laughs> it's yeah. slipping, Oof. I'll never forget what David uh, Tom's told us. He's like, you guys would be out of business if golfers started their swing from there. Yeah, if you started from that position, that kind of follow-through position, and swung it back and swung it through again, 
it's hard to get too far off. You know, you can't make a bad swing from there. It's very difficult because you're using the momentum of the club. And, you know, an- another drill that we got on the takeaway and, and for, for correcting the same thing we got from Scott Hamilton, it's, it's basically the same thing, but just left arm only. Like it's a great drill yeah. to do for your wedges because you can take the same problem with a seven iron and most golfers even magnify it with their wedges. Like if you struggle pitching and hitting these kind of floaty soft pitches that you need to hit so many of the green complexes nowadays and you have a, a really square to the ground or look at ball looking or club face looking at the ball type pitching motion, it's very tough to get the ball in the air. And that's where this whole thing falls apart for people trying to do it. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to keep it shut going back and loop it around. Yeah. Have there been guys that do it? Yes. The majority of people that do that do not have a short game. If that thing no. is super shut at first parallel, the classic takeaway of yep. that face is at the ground and you got hands in, club out, I will beat you in a chipping contest. You can ask Mike. You've got Mike. a <laughs> razor's edge leading edge locked and loaded coming down yeah. you better be world class to make that work absolutely you, if you're there you have to do some drastic things to get the ball now you can hit a, a bump and run probably sure and trap it down i'm talking about a tight lie soft pitch over a bunker have it stop you've got no chance if your home course is st andrews you may not need to do that if your home course is any other course in the world where there's bunkers that you got to f- land it softly over or shells or whatever, and you just want to have some, not flop shot, forget that. I'm talking just about standard pitch Standard shots. basic height, basic spin pitch shots. You're going to mightily struggle if your idea is to keep the club face pointing at the ball the, the whole pitching motion. You're, de- you're dead meat. And um, to bring it to another level here, Go grab your 60-degree wedge and get out there 30 yards and hit these little waist-high to waist-high shots and video it and look. It's a great way to practice because mm-hmm. you're not going at full speed. A lot of people have a hard time making full, you know, full-length swings going slow. Okay, fine. Go, right. go 30 yards, 60-degree wedge, and film your swing and look at the club face halfway back and try to get it pointed somewhat the loft of the club is being utilized and that's a little bit more toe up if you've been straight toe down or if you've had the club way in a uh, hands way in and the club way out i would say the most you would want it and we'll call it quote unquote closed is kind of matching your back angle yeah i don't like that too much because the back angle the spine angle changes throughout throughout the golf swing yeah but i get it, it. it it's better than horizontal so it's somewhere between there and toe up is where you want to look for. Absolutely. That puts you in a decent spot. Yeah. And there's windows to all this. Right. We're not so dogmatic. We have to do you have to do this, but there's windows that we see people operate in, good players operate in that makes their life a lot easier when you're playing golf. And not every good player is a good chipper, right? We got we got tour guys that aren't good chippers and a lot of them have really shut faces and it's not it's just very very difficult to have a consistent the more you can make all of your swings be kind of similar, the easier the game's going to get. And if you don't have 40 hours a week dedicated to practicing, the simpler the better. Absolutely. Make it simple. It becomes a lot more fun. Yep. Yep.